a new thing. Hello, Malcolm here. Welcome to your daily devotional podcast, Anchored, in Isaiah 43 and verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. We are currently looking at God doing a new thing in the life of Daniel. And today, for the final time, we explore Daniel's prayers. This is part two. It says in chapter 6 and verse 10, Although Daniel knew that the document had been signed, that's one that would threaten his life if he prayed, he continued to go to his house, which had windows in its upper rooms open toward Jerusalem, and to get down on his knees three times a day, to pray to his God and praise him, just as he had done previously. Daniel's prayer courage is inspiring here. He's conscious of the risks. He knows that, to quote verse 7 of chapter 6, whoever prays to anyone, divine or human, for 30 days, except to you, O king, shall be thrown into a den of lions. Daniel is aware that people will be watching him. He's not naive. He knows this must be some kind of trap. But despite that, he sticks to his predictable schedule and keeps the windows open. As Towner says in his book, his commentary interpretation on this passage, he does not court martyrdom, but when disaster threatens, he remains steady. I like that thought. He's not looking to cause trouble by continuing to pray, but he's not going to give up, even though it could be disastrous. It's significant, I think, that the threat of doom here does not make Daniel more religious than he already is. He simply continues with his wholehearted devotion that has become his habit. In fact, his habit is to be fully committed to his relationship with God. Certainly, sometimes when there are crises, it can sharpen our focus, but it shouldn't really be that we become more committed in times of trouble, but rather it creates in us perhaps a different experience of our relationship with God. And Daniel is someone who is who's, who's habitually fully committed. And by the way, this mention of Jerusalem is rather interesting. Why does he pray facing toward Jerusalem? Well, Jerusalem to Daniel and to those who would be reading this ancient book was not only a holy city with a significant past, but it's about, for them, the future. To not turn toward Jerusalem and to pray would be to admit that there was no vision no vision left, no future worth holding on to, no hope of any kind. And Daniel cannot countenance such a thing because he knows his God and he knows that there will always be hope. There will always be a future. Sometimes the worst time in life is the best time to pray. For example, Jonah you might remember in Jonah chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 he's swallowed by a fish and what does he do he prays to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish 
saying, I called to the Lord out of my distress. The worst place for prayer was the best place. I'd have been scrambling around in the stinky, claustrophobic darkness looking for a way out. But instead he prays. And then, of course, our ultimate example is Jesus on the cross, Luke 23, 46. He cries out with a loud voice. It's a prayer. He says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. At the last, he is praying courageous prayers. Maybe you could ask God to give you courage in your prayers today. And I hope you find that your heart, your life, your congregation and your world is inspired by God doing a new thing. Until tomorrow, take care and God bless. Thank you.